Hello there, this show's episode was formerly known as Real Talk, but this show's name was recently changed to Rambling Time, due to every single non-original indie podcaster like Lone thinking that Real Talk was even a clever name. So he changed the name, and I've been placed here to inform you this, all because the Lone Fatso Angler was too lazy to even do voiceover work. So without further ado, Lone Angler welcomes you to the show, and he hopes you enjoy. Hey guys, before we get the show started, I just wanted to say real quick that we are actually getting a lot of audiences and my podcast has left the country, so I'm going to shout out all the places that has listened to me. All right. Now, thanks so much, California. Thanks so much, Virginia. Thanks so much, Kentucky. Thanks so much, Tennessee. Uh, shoot. Just like all kinds of places. I forgot how many states, but everyone that lives in the United States, thank you so much. And our podcast has left the country, which I think I already said that. Ireland and Australia. I'm getting surprisingly a lot of listeners from Ireland. So everyone that lives in Ireland, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. And I do hope that you enjoy my content. And also Australia, thank you so much also for enjoying my content, listening to my content, supporting my content. I hope that I can give you guys the absolute entertainment. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and get on to the show. And uh, yeah, let's get ready. Hey, this is your lone podcaster, lone angler. Come back at you with Taco Monday. How's everyone doing? And welcome back to podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this episode right here is a new real talk, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 8, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, this is the basics. Uh, I'm going to be real. I'm not releasing this on Monday. Uh, if you find it on a Friday or today for you guys, that's cool. But uh, yeah, basically. Uh, there's going to be a couple of things going on this and next week, so things are going to be a little bit difficult, and also, the topics I'm going to talk about is kind of something that I've really wanted to talk about, but due to my schedules and my plans, I won't be able to give it that Taco Monday you know, that Taco Monday stuff, I'm not even editing that mess up. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to give it all the sound effects, the bells and whistles, the funny stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, today I'm going to talk about it, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. This one, it's going to be the realest real talk, because I'm sure, yeah, let me let me just give a quick explanation. When I make real talks, I don't edit too much. I don't edit too much at all, unless I really mess up, like accidentally say, like, Chungus's real name, or if I stutter a lot, which I'm sure I'm going to stutter a lot, or if I just sound real cringe, like I'll edit those out, right? But yeah, usually I put in about how many days does it take for editing? Like production of a Real Talk episode is about one at absolute maximum two days. You feel me? That that kind of excludes the recording. And like normal Taco Monday episodes, like the ap- uh, last episode I produced, uh, not the TSC episode, uh, Taco Monday episode 6 or 7. I think episode 6 or 7. 
anyways, it was about that iDubs thing. By the way, you guys should totally listen to it. That is a bomb episode. <laughs> that is a bomb episode, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, yeah, anyways. Oh, shoot. Yeah, this is going to be the realest real talk because I'm wanting to get this out here as quick as possible. So there's going to be some less quality, right? Which I apologize. I love to put absolute quality in my stuff. But for this real talk and the topics I'm wanting to talk about, I've been wanting to fit it in because I got a couple of projects going on, right? And a couple of more things. But uh, anyways, we're getting to four minutes. So let's speed this up. The basics of the topics that we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about something I heard about Tiger King. Apparently, Netflix is now starting a actual series for Tiger King. Now, it's, I guess it's going to be kind of uh, parody-esque or at least a uh, mockumentary. But basically, they're going to be doing a live-action show with actual big actors and stuff. So that's actually friggin' awesome. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to get to some of the stuff that I heard, right? There's one crazy thing. Um, as you guys could see in the title, well, Nicolas Cage is apparently casted as one of the characters. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give y'all a little hook. I'm wanting y'all to stay in. So I'm going to say that. Then we're going to talk about, uh, last of us two and why everybody hates last of us and Neil Drunkman. I think it's Neil Drunkman. It more than likely isn't. Let me check on my phone. But uh, yeah, that's basically what we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, basically, I'm just going to be real chill. And then also, I'm going to have to tell you guys the projects that's going to happen this week, uh, maybe next week, and maybe week after. Just a little bit of a curveball. You feel me, ladies and gents? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Ugh, I love the Hot Twins. Y'all ever watch those YouTubers? They are awesome. I recommend the Hot Twins. They are freaking awesome. But uh, anyways, let me see. Neil Drunkman, I think. Yeah, Neil Drunkman. Which topic should we talk about first? What would y'all be cool with? Tiger King or The Last of Us? You know what? I think... Hmm. Well, I just decided. I kind of paused the recording for a second. <laughs> but... Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to, I f feel like that we're going to talk about, well, the Tiger King first. I'm sure y'all want to hear about this, but uh, basically, I don't know who I heard it from. I think it was from Facebook or some, or uh, or uh, Twitter, which by the way, my page is Taco Monday Podcast on Facebook or Taco Monday Official at Lone Angler on Twitter. Please follow me. I need some friends because I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Well, not so much on Facebook, but definitely Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I saw on Twitter or Facebook, we're just going to say Twitter. How about that? I heard that, well, to give a little bit of context, the Tiger King show, that documentary series on Netflix was so big, the one of the highest, if not the highest, money-making documentaries that's ever been made. Really good show, right? I recommend it. But yeah, it did so good that Netflix is straight up like, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to make you guys, or you know what, audience, we're going to make you guys a Tiger King series. 
You feel me? And that's pretty cool. And I forgot the casting for the Tiger King show, but, uh, okay. The lady that's playing Carol Baskin, she's on Saturday night live. I forgot her name. Uh, let's type in Tiger King casting tiger K I N G <laughs> casting. But basically they are going to make a tiger King show, right? Let me see. Okay. But anyways, right. Some of the people that have been planned, uh, oh, this is kind of a fan thing, but I do know that, uh, well, this is weird. Oh, okay. Okay. Now for Carol Baskin, they've been planning and I think she's down for it. Uh, Saturday night lives. Kate McKinnon is going to be casted as Carol Baskin and Okay, drum roll, please. Uh, I, I don't have a drum roll. I could just... That's probably a little bit too loud, but drum roll, please. Who they are getting to play Joe Exotic is... The all-known and famous and meme lord, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. That was way too freaking loud, so I apologize for the cringe. <laughs> but yeah, Nicolas Cage is officially, officially, ladies and gentlemen, casted as the Tiger King. How about that? The Tiger King. That sounds so New Yorker. I'm not a New Yorker. Anyways, I think that's freaking cool. Oh, okay, this is the thoughts I've had. When I heard it, I'm like, yes, but, uh... You know what I'm saying? Um, this is the basics, right? This is my two cents on it, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> but, uh, Nicolas Cage, right? He's had some great movies. Like, uh, National Treasures. Uh, Chew. I think my one of my favorites was Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, yeah, National Treasures was really good. I've watched a couple more movies. But uh, when it comes to Nicolas Cage, right, he's kind of the hit-and-miss actor. I, well, actually, I'm going to quote Nicolas Cage. He says that his acting skills is what he calls his acting skills. He calls it the nonchalant acting skills, which I don't know what that means, but if I could say what that means, is basically sometimes he's just, you know, real... Real like this, just real monotone. That's not monotone, but, you know, just real calm and stuff and dull. Dull like, I don't know, wooden sword just like this and just talking like that. And then sometimes he can go really crazy like this. Ah! <laughs> I'm so sorry for being loud. But you know what I'm saying? He's like, from one minute, he's like really dull and just really... What's the word? You feel me, right? And then the next minute, he's just going full-on spontaneous, overacting crazy. You feel me? I need to get my chair close to the mic. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, he's he's just a interesting actor. You know what I'm saying? And I personally like him. One of my favorite roles is that crazy movie, which is a absolute guilty pleasure of mine, Face Off. 
That was <laughs> one of my favorites. That was one of my favorites, ladies and gentlemen. But <laughs> I'm trying to remember a quote, but yeah, one of my favorites. One of the most stupid, effed up movies. And literally, that's where one of his all-time famed memes comes from. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I can't describe facial expression. But he's like, oh, <laughs> does something like that in a movie. But uh, yeah, him as Tiger King. That's interesting. Okay, um, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all this. Like, basically, after National Treasures, basically, after about 2010, at least in my opinion, maybe 2012, like, Nicolas Cage's career started to drop down, right? And to be quite dead honest, I like Nicolas Cage's acting. I think he can be a really good actor when he puts his all into it. But it's like now he's basically doing B movies. You know what I'm saying? Like B plus movies. Let's say that. You feel me? You feel me, ladies and gentlemen? Like it's above released straight to DVD. But it's not too far away from it. You get me? You feel me? But yeah, it's like his career... Uh, I'm trying to think, trying to think what really hurt him. I do know this, like one, this crazy movie that involved bees or something that involved the cult and bees. And I think some kind of, don't direct quote me on this, but uh, yeah, like some kind of uh, uh, female only cult. I don't know if it was a lesbian cult, which don't take that wrong. Don't take that wrong. I'm just, I'm just. Don't take that offensive, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. He gets killed by bees. He's like, bees, bees, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> but yeah, like that movie, like hurt him. And then literally Nicolas Cage went bankrupt at one point where he was literally not joking, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, I'm 90% certain about this. But he literally spent his money on everything. Like, I think he bought castle. He bought a castle. Uh, he bought all kinds of mint comic book stuff. He blew his money on yachts and stuff. And I mean, a lot of stuff. And when he went bankrupt, he had to sell all that stuff. So I think that combined with some of his... Uh, some of his not as good. Some of his no bueno movies i think that hurt his career to where he's kind of been stuck doing these b movies which i've watched some good ones i've watched some good b movies that he's done but i've also seen some rough ones you know what i'm saying <laughs> like there was this one movie i watched i forgot what it was it was just terrible but it was great because Nicholas Cage was being Nicholas Cage, you feel me? And he was playing like this Mexican this stereotypical Mexican drug lord. <laughs> and I'm like, "Ooh. <laughs> you feel me?" But uh yeah, his career hadn't been doing so well. You feel me? But but um let me grab a drink. So sorry. But when it comes to the Tiger King, considering that it did so good, I'm like this. Nicolas Cage could save his career if he does this role well. 
Like they're going to do a series. I feel like that it's going to be absolute bomb, right? <clears throat> but I feel like it's going to be absolute bomb and it could make a ton of money. But Nicolas Cage, right? He's going to have to put his everything in this role because I think he has the potential, right? But Joe Exotic, he sounds like, wait, I'm going to try to do a Joe Exotic accent. But uh, Joe Exotic, he, he, he kind of sounds like this, right? And you know what I mean? He's a gun-toting, cat-owning, homosexual cowboy <laughs> that bribes straight men with crystal meth, which, you know, I, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. You get what I mean? And also hired a hitman to kill Carol Baskin. But <laughs> anyways, it's like... Joe Exotic is least to say exotic, right? Least to say. You know what I'm saying? Hence his name, right? But Nicolas Cage is really, he's going to have to be almost method with this iconic real-life character, which is Joe Exotic. One of my favorite people. Uh, I, I don't condone some of the stuff he did in the show, but <laughs> some of the illegal stuff he did in the show, like drugs, selling cats, and hiring hitmen, I don't condone that. <laughs> but Joe Exotic is a really iconic character and a very interesting real-life person. So Nicolas Cage, right? Uh, my thoughts is I think his face could work. I think they can really make him look like Joe Exotic. But it's like, Nick, Nicholas Cage sounds like this, you know, just real, what's this voice? I don't know if it's kind of bassy, kind of bassy, maybe tenor, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's going to be one thing that will make his portrayal tough, trying to do Joe Exotic's voice, right? Which is kind of high like this, kind of, with a lot of southern twang, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. To speed this up, this is what I'm like. If Nicolas Cage is going to do this role, right? He's going to have to put 100, 150 in this role. He's going to have to put his everything in this role. Because this is what I'm like. And I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Then I'm going to get to the other topic. But uh, this is what I'm like. Like, Nicolas Cage's career, you know what I'm saying? Like, is practically just dragging. You know what I'm saying? I'm, let me let me just be honest. It's dragging. He's doing B-movies and release straight twos. That's pretty bad. That's a pr pretty, pretty bad place to be at. You know what I'm saying? But Nicolas Cage could save his career and become a big movie star again. You know what I'm saying? And I'll give you this example. Keanu Reeves, right? I'm going to be honest, after the Matrix movies in early 2000s, and after maybe a couple of other movies, Keanu Reeves' career was kind of dead. You know what I'm saying? All the way up until he got the role to play John Wick, which I forgot the story of how they got him to play John Wick, like... Uh, all that stuff. I forgot what exactly it is. 
But besides The Matrix, like Keanu Reeves hasn't really done many action movies. Not too many. Like, there was speed, right? But anyways, like Keanu Reeves, his career was kind of off the radar. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like where Nicolas Cage is at. But uh, when he got the role or when he heard about the John Wick movie, he was like, hey, you know what? This would be fun, and this could be a good retirement movie for me. You know what I'm saying? That's how he was thinking. So he just put all of his acting skills into the movie. The John Wick movie became big, and now it's like millions of dollars, right? Millions of dollars. I think John Wick 3, if I am not mistaken is one of the, if not the, highest money-making R-rated films there is today. You know what I'm saying? And that is pretty good. You know what I'm saying? And Keanu Reeves, everybody wants him. Everybody wants him. And he is highly famed now. You know what I'm saying? Just give me five movies that doesn't have Keanu Reeves in it. Give me five. I'm waiting. Give me five that Keanu Reeves isn't in today. He is highly famed. Oh, that was too loud. Everybody loves him. He's a big Hollywood star. Again. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Nicolas Cage, I think if he puts his everything in this Joe Exotic role, practically become method actor with this role, He's going to become famous again, but he's going to really, really have to put his everything into it. You feel me? Let me grab let me grab a drink for a second. But uh, yeah, sorry, I had it was running my mouth a lot, so I had to grab a drink. But uh, yeah, for real, he's going to have to put his everything into it. Okay, yeah. Topic one, yeah. Basics. Nicholas Cage is going to be Tiger King. Will the show be good? Will it be bad? Will it be a cash grab? Or will it be a absolute gem? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I had to pause for a second. But, uh, yeah. Like, Nicolas Cage, if he puts his everything into it, he'll save his career. Easily. But, uh, yeah. I'm gonna also talk about Last of Us 2 and all the controversy that has been going on. And quite frankly, I'm not going to make this accusation because that's all I need is to get claimed by Sony too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's been a lot of crap that Sony's been doing. And basically, to the basics, Sony has been freaking burning bridges everywhere. Okay? I'm going to grab a drink of this water real quick, and we're going to get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to spill all the tea when it comes to Sony. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, I don't know how to explain it, but uh, I'm going to say that it started ever since. I don't know. Okay, this is basically how it started, right? All this crazy stuff started. And this involves both Sony and YouTubers and stuff, right? But uh, let's think. How can I give some context? Okay. All right. We're going to give this, ladies and gentlemen, to absolute basics. Uh, it started ever since uh, there was rumors and stuff 
that Sony was being really, what's the word? What's that? Time crunch? Time crunch? Yeah. Crunch culture? Basically, time crunch is basically, I think that's the word, basically means that they've been really putting pressure on their employees, right? And uh, this might involve politics too, but I don't want to talk about politics because I don't like politics at all. Doesn't matter who's talking to politics, just don't like it. But uh, yeah, to the basics, uh, well, Naughty Dog, right? The people that created The Last of Us games, right? And Uncharted games, right? That's the company that's making The Last of Us 2. Uh, basically, they are notorious for, currently notorious for being practically abusive towards, that's what they say allegedly. That's what other people say, not me, not from my lips. Allegedly abusive to their staff, right? And the people that works at Naughty Dog. And it's like, I don't know what to say. It's like, from what I've heard, like some is not a lot. Some of the stuff I haven't heard, I've heard isn't factual. So take it lightly. But what I've heard allegedly from other people is like Neil Drunkman is like a, what's the word? Let's say he's pretty woken. You know what I'm saying? Let's say he's pretty woken and kind of hipster. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he, he's kind of out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's pretty woke, right? And basically, like, okay, basically, shoot, I can't, I can't think. But basically, there's a lot of tension within Naughty Dog when it comes between the time crunch trying to get the game out, uh, other things like socially, politically, like... Practically, it's a nut house in Naughty Dog. That's what other people have said. Allegedly, it's a nut house, right? Where basically, if he doesn't like somebody, or if they don't like somebody, allegedly what they say, they drop them. If it involves something like politics or disagreeing with some of the stuff they're implementing in the game, which people are saying that they're going to make the game a really big one-sided narrative political thing. I I'm neutral, ladies and gentlemen. It's like like they're putting a lot of politics and stuff into it, which personally, you know me, if you've listened to my previous politics, I don't or previous politics. No, no, I'm not into politics. My previous podcasts. That was the word, ladies and gentlemen. My fr- previous podcasts I'm basically like, there shouldn't be any politics in entertainment. Politics should stay in C-SPAN. That's my opinion. Right? There shouldn't be forced politics in film, television. Doesn't matter what your political beliefs are. Stay neutral because this is my logic. I don't talk about politics and stuff too much. Like, maybe I'd hint one or two things that I may believe or may not believe, right? But I'm like this. I'm an entertainer. That's me at the end of the day, okay? You are my audience, my vast audience, right? 
that has several different beliefs and opinions and lifestyles, etc., 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 etc. I'm going to entertain you guys neutrally because this is my logic. If I said all of my opinions on here, right, which is tend to be what's going on these days with this kind of political civil war between media and internet. But it's like, if I'm going to spout off all of my beliefs, right, and kind of force my beliefs into the podcast or force my opinions, political, uh, social, religious, if I just force it on you guys, I'm going to lose half of my audience, right? I might mention some things I agree with or don't agree with, but at the end of the day, I'm not here to preach to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to tell you guys what is right and what is not right, like in the political sense, because really, at the end of the day, everybody's right and everybody's wrong. It's a matter of perspective. You feel me, ladies and gents? But yeah. Like I'm not going to hear I'm not going to be here to say what is right, what is wrong. You get what I'm saying? You all believe in different things, you all have opinions. I'm neutral because I'm an entertainer, which is oh, I'm getting rained a little bit, which is the one problem where people like Hollywood and stuff like are just getting really political. It's just making everything political. And ironically, they're losing a lot of money. And you know why? Because it's like this. Half of the audience. They're, okay. You're going to lose half of your audience when you talk about politics. Cutting it basic. Cutting it short. If you talk about politics. One-sided politics. Doesn't matter if it's right. Left. Middle. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to lose half of your audience. So I'm neutral. That's how I roll. But to get back to Neil Drunkman. And Naughty Dog, what they allegedly say is it's like a animal house, a dog house, if you will. <laughs> you know why? Because Naughty Dog. <laughs> but it's like an animal house in there, right? They are putting pressure on the workers. Uh, basically, if anybody agrees with agrees or disagrees with the game, or if somebody disagrees with some of the stuff they're implementing the game, and this is all what people have said, right, about them. This ain't me saying it. What other people say. But it's like, if people even lightly disagree with the way the story go is going with the game, they, they, they basically give them a two weeks notice, to be quite honest. And I'm not, I'm, I don't know. This is what other people says. This is what my sources have said. This ain't what I've said, Okay. What other people say allegedly fired a guy for sexism because he disagreed with a certain thing, which I don't know what it was, but he disagreed with one of the workers or maybe the game. I think it was like a complaint on the way they was writing Ellie. I think that's what it was. And allegedly they was like, okay, yeah, we're going to give you a two weeks notice. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it was. I don't know at all. You know what I'm saying? I do know that a lot of people on the internet is like half and half. Half the people's like, this game's going to be great. 
and half the people's like, yo, this game's going to be sucky, <laughs> going to be sucky, I don't know, but it's like, I'm going to give y'all this, I really loved the first Last of Us game, I'm not kidding when I tell you that that game was so good, it was like watching the best movie you've ever watched, but instead of watching, you're playing it, it was that fantastic, the writing, the acting, the drama, the emotion, I'm not kidding, I literally, kind of like Neil Druckmann, cried when playing the first <laughs> Last of Us game, like, almost cried, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not as sensitive as Neil Druckmann, that's all I gotta say, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking, but, yeah, like, that was a great and beautiful game, The Last of Us was fantastic, it was golden, you know what I'm saying, oh, love that game, but The Last of Us 2 is like, there's all kinds of stuff going on. All kinds of crazy stuff. They're basically having a political civil war within Naughty Dog. Uh, they're time crunching staff members. And all of this is allegations from other people, right? And basically, a lot of veteran video game developers that work there left because of all this you know what I'm saying left so they're kind of if you will what other people say is collapsing under their feet because Naughty Dog is allegedly not stable you know what I'm saying I guess it's the time crunch and you know I'm sure this happens to a lot of video game companies right not politically but time crunch wise definitely like I'm sure that they are practically at each other's throats. You know what I'm saying? Especially under this pandemic. You guys got to factor that in too. Like, during this pandemic, a lot of these devs are possibly working from home and these video game developers and stuff. So yeah, you got to factor that in. Why Naughty Dog is at each other's throats. You know what I'm saying? Each other's throats. I don't know. Let me grab some water. Every time I run my mouth, I just get like dry. But yeah, uh, now, how Naughty Dog is burning bridges with their audience, this one's interesting. This one's very interesting. Now, apparently, a week ago, it, was, it is alleged that a disgruntled worker that just basically, and this kind of has to do with all the stuff that's been going on within Naughty Dog, what other people say allegedly, a disgruntled worker, <clears throat> a disgruntled worker basically released the data and the footage of the video game online. You know what I'm saying? Like released it. And basically people like on Reddit and stuff and YouTube kind of like looked into all of the technical stuff and the footage and stuff. And basically, a lot of spoilers from the game came out, right? A lot of spoilers. And as a matter of fact, I can't even talk about it. You know why? I can't even talk about it because Sony or whoever works for them could take my channel, could take my podcast. It became that crazy. When the leaks came out, YouTubers talked about it and... 
Sony and Naughty Dog was basically doing false strikes against them just by speaking about the leaks. All kinds of false strikes. If y'all don't know much about YouTube, when you give somebody a strike, that is the worst thing you could do because that could lead to having a channel being taken away from you. You know what I'm saying? It's that serious when you strike somebody. Especially what they say falsely strike. They were falsely striking people that was talking about the leaks. That was talking about the rumors with Naughty Dog. It was just striking everybody and hurt a lot of independent YouTubers. Which a lot of them, YouTuber, YouTube is their livelihood. So they was basically trying to destroy people's jobs, right? And that's how crazy things have gotten. That's how th crazy things have gotten. And basically, I don't know, if I'm not mistaken, I think there w was a lawsuit being built up against Naughty Dog. But basically, like I think the, the false strikes that they were sending out, they kind of like all dropped the strikes, YouTube. And Naughty Dog was like, you know what? We're just not going to strike. You know what I'm saying? But they was literally hurting people. You know what I mean? Giving all people false strikes and false uh, false copyright claims. Doing all kinds of effed up stuff, which is not a good idea. Okay? To be quite honest. That's not a good idea. Okay? Very bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Because those are potentially people that could give you a positive review of your game. You know what I'm saying? I would dare say that a lot of people buy video games just because one of their favorite YouTubers recommend it. So if you're striking these people, these potential positive reviewers that love your game, you're burning bridges, which is exactly what they've been doing. And... It's just, I can't talk about the leaks, I don't think. But if you guys want to research the leaks, be my guest. Do all kinds of research. But it's just like involving characters' deaths, possibly. I'm going to say that. Uh, it's just like, basically, from the leaks, it sounds like the worst story ever and people have determined that it's officially going to be a terrible game. And I forgot who made this quote, but I think it was one of the people. I don't know if it was Dill Drunkman or one of the people that's a part of The Last of Us. But they was being interviewed by somebody. And they was basically like, you know, I, f I feel like it's going to be one of those games that people will like or hate. Now, people will either like or hate. Did you just really say that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you just really say that? And I forgot the YouTuber. I think it was uh, Mr. H Reviews. Mr. H Reviews. Uh, check out his channel. But he made a quote that was basically like, okay, here's the thing. Which, okay, maybe it wasn't Mr. H Reviews. But he's like, here's the thing. If it's a good game... Wouldn't the guy say, oh, I think they'll either love it or hate it. You know what I'm saying? And love, that make, basically means you'll absolutely love it to death or you'll hate it, which that's kind of like Fortnite. You know what I mean? 
I would dare say half the people loves Fortnite. Half the people, including myself, thinks Fortnite sucks. It is crap. Video game trash. <laughs> but yeah, like half the people like me thinks that that game is video game garbage. Absolute garbage. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Fortnite's trash. Sue me. But anyways, anyways, like if he said that, that would be like, oh, okay. But the guy was like, oh, they'll either like it or hate it. And like basically means like, oh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Or you'll hate it by, oh, it's absolute trash. That's not too positive, is it? To make a quote like that. Or at least that was a paraphrase that I made from it. A paraphrase. But that's like, dude. That's not good. Oh, shoot. We're getting 40 minutes. Okay, to speed this up. And then we're going to end the show. But yeah. Naughty Dog has burned a lot of bridges. People are mad. Uh, basically, in the political, the writing, the video game, the false uh, claims firing staff members like they've really burnt themselves they've burnt themselves really bad which by the way let me emphasize this before we change the topic but uh they said that they found the guy who released the leaks and he was not a part of sony or a part of naughty dog it was an outside source which people's like how in the world could it be an outside source if you guys, like, how can it be an outside source? Like, how could they hack into it in a big video game company's software or whatever? I don't know. But basically, how could they hack into your computers? You're a huge video game company. Like, I guarantee that you have passwords within passwords within passwords. People's like, how could they get into it? How? Okay? Explain that to us. Which, that makes sense. Like, if it's an outside source, there could be no way, unless it was an inside source, to get the video game. But, uh, I forgot who the YouTuber was, did make this point. Some of the people had to work from home. A lot of the video game developers had to work for, from home. So who's to say that their Wi-Fi is secure? So a person made that point, and that kind of makes sense, right? Like, if people are working from home, which I don't know the situation with Naughty Dog. I don't know if they have staff members working at home or not. But it's like, if let's say Naughty Dog's basically working from home. That makes sense. That makes sense. You feel me? That makes sense. But yeah, Naughty Dog has really, uh, <laughs> they've really screwed the pooch <laughs> because they're a Naughty Dog. <laughs> I find that funny. Oh, that was a cringy laugh. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, to the basics, Naughty Dog has screwed the pooch when it comes to their audience in YouTube. Spilt the tea. Okay, now last part. I'm going to go ahead and end the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry that this podcast was lower quality than what I usually produce. I just want to talk real quick and try to get this podcast up. You know what I'm saying? Just talk to you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Now the news, the third topic, what's going on. Um, what's going to happen this week 
and next week is basically one i'm doing a mother's day podcast with my mama so that's gonna be cool and it's gonna be released this monday so okay on this date today's friday so you guys get ready if you guys can help a brother out if you are new please follow subscribe to my podcast and download episodes in the Mother's Day podcast. If you want to hear some funny childhood stories from me, probably embarrassing childhood stories, yeah, me and my mama's going to talk. We're just going to chill. You feel me? Just, you know, uh, son and mother bonding, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, basically my mama's going to be on the podcast for Mother's Day, Monday the 11th, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I guess uh, mark your calendar subscribe and that way you'll be notified and also follow my social medias taco monday podcast or taco monday official at lone angler 2 at lone angler 2 yeah that's what it is at lone angler 2 always get that messed up but taco monday official if you type that in to twitter taco monday official you'll find me like literally i have the most unique name out there anyways yes What's going on besides Mother's Day is next Thursday, which this is beauty, where we're all getting through this pandemic, there's a lot of places that is opening back up, which is great news, right? At least for my area, a lot of areas is opening up. And we've been in quarantine for 60 days almost, give or take. Uh, But basically, we've decided... Okay, there's this cabin, like, there's this cabin, right? And we're going to rent a big cabin, right? I can't tell y'all where it's at because I don't need my fans coming over. <laughs> I love you guys, but uh, yeah. We're actually going to do a small vacation. Uh, it's going to be from next Thursday till Monday. But I figured, just for the fun of it, I'm going to kind of do a podcast vlog, Right? And record a podcast while on vacation. Maybe like record a little bit when I'm going on a hike on my phone. I don't know. Uh, just record. Uh, basically, I'm wanting to do a podcast with my other sister, right? Not Chungus. Uh, my other sister. And uh, just have her talk and stuff. She has some crazy stories. She has some crazy stories and I figured it'd be very entertaining to have her talk about it on the podcast. And uh yeah. Yeah, never had her on the show before. I've been one to get her on the show because basically uh she has a job and where she works at, she she's has some insane stories. Insane stories that I'm like Yo, it's not Tiger King level crazy, but it's pretty crazy stories. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I need you on a podcast with me. And she's like, nah. She's like, nah. But anyways, my sister, yeah. I'm going to try to get her to do a podcast with me while we're all on vacation. Uh, Me and my family, uh, my sister and my brother-in-law. Yeah, we're just going to try to do a podcast, right? I'm going to try to get uh, uh my sister and my brother-in-law to maybe do a podcast. But anyways, yeah, it's going to be about a five-day vacation. You know what I mean? There's places opening up. And by the way, if y'all are complaining like, oh, you're going out, you're just risking us. No, I'm not. 
basically we're just going to go to this cabin and basically it's just a different location self-quarantine so quit being a freaking baby <laughs> you know what i'm saying anyways that's kind of the plan i'm going to try to produce two episodes one as a vlog of the cabin uh but yeah i'm just gonna try to record some interesting stuff while there and uh yeah i hope y'all enjoy it but anyways Huh, I really wish I could add this because I guarantee half of this recording is cringe. <laughs> but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm going to play some video games after this. going to try to get this up for Friday. And uh, yes, see you guys Monday. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the Mother's Day podcast. And by the way, call your mamas on Mother's Day. Buy her some nice gifts. Come on. Okay? Do something for your mama. You feel me? Anyways, yeah. And then I'm going to try to get like a good vlog podcast recording that's very entertaining. Okay? That's a mix of vlog. That's a mix of topic. Okay? It's just not going to be me hiking around the cabin and just running my mouth. No. I'm going to try to make it entertaining. And then try to get an interview with my sister my older sister and have her talk about her crazy stories about where she works at and stuff right but uh anyways that's kind of the plan ladies and gentlemen i hope you've enjoyed this uh your boy your brother lone angler the lone podcaster is signing out ladies and gentlemen and i hope you all have a good night or a good morning whenever you guys listen don't forget to hit the follow or subscribe button and ladies and gentlemen, I love you guys. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, bye-bye now. You see that? You've noticed me saying bye-bye now? That's going to be my outro catchphrase. It's simple. It's simple. It's, it's unique. I don't know. Well, bye-bye now is, I'm sure a lot of people have said that. But I think we're going to do that as an outro. Does that sound good? Why am I telling you this? <laughs> Anyways, bye-bye now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out.